Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. What's going on, everybody? This is the Talking Texas podcast. My name is Daniel. Boy! <laughs> Welcome to podcast 301. I'm not even saying 300. I'm just going to go with numbers now. 301. Um, thank you. Oh, I know I left my phone off for a reason. Uh, we do the podcast every Wednesday. Remember to follow us on the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Um, or to follow us on social media. Have Hope has corrected me many times. Um, follow us. All the links are in the description. Have Hope, where can people get you? Footballhots.com or on the moon. I am at Daniel Taluk. You can follow me there if you want my writings every week off target. Or just link is in the description to the article I wrote this week or the piece I wrote this week about why I don't like my football club. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on the show. We got one. It's been a minute. Wait, 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 um, hold up. Your football club is in Ch- Why you don't like Chelsea? I, I don't name them. I just keep saying my football club. It's very evident who I'm talking about. I, I don't use the word Chelsea as just kind of a tactic, you might say. Um, but we did get a five-star review. This is from <laughs> Barcelona Messi, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. <laughs> based in the u.s it says congrats on 300 episodes hey guys congrats on 300 episodes i'm a huge fan from nyc and i started listening toward the end of 2019 as a barca fan i kind of gathered that i'll never forget the episode after 8-2 ucl loss it was brutal but you guys kept it real keep up the great work we always appreciate the the five-star reviews any review that's just not you know one two three or four We really appreciate it. So thank you. Uh, you didn't leave your actual name, but thank you for, for taking the time and, and leaving that review. I, I realized not that, like there's a whole world of people that don't have Apple. So I'm I'm not too stressed about people not leaving reviews in that sense, but I, I, I appreciate those kind words, man. 8-2, man. What a time. What a time to be alive. Wait, wait, oh, wait, go, wait, go for it. Wait, we did a special app, DC 8-2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, there was... <laughs> It was an emergency communication. We did. There was one on eight two. I can't remember. We've done a few Re- Barca related emergency apps. I wish they went back to that though. Like if you get rid of the away goal or the away goals rule, you might as well have one off legs in like a neutral venue. Why not? Because what's the point of playing just two games other than the money? How do you mean? Explain. Well, obviously they play two legs in two places one because it's easier than like getting everybody into a neutral venue one hosts the other team hosts Mm. so that's how it's always worked but ideally like what we do at world cups euros afcons etc everybody's generally in the neutral venue except maybe one one team oh yeah 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 and then then we play the semi-final and finals no 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 that's what makes the ucl special which is why it's so stupid how they destroy the away goal what makes it special is that that's what i'm saying different that's that's what i'm saying i'm saying if if you remove the away goals rule then you might as well have it at a neutral neutral oh yeah yeah, no no yeah like basically it's it's stupid now. Like, so if you don't have the wiggle rule, bro, just do it neutral. The whole point of 
first and second leg is okay there's not an advantage of me playing away but if basically do you know what it is it's, it's greed because they want the games to last longer and they, and they want to favor the, the big teams <laughs> that's, away what favor the smaller teams. that's what i'm saying like and i didn't even think of that point but you're totally right that the longer the tie lasts the better team should win yeah so if you give them 180 or 210 minutes real madrid should win more times than not yeah. right yeah. um if, if you're gonna mess with the competition you might as well just do what they did where everybody went to Lisbon, was it, during COVID and they just had the tournament there? Anyway, thank you for the review. I mean, we're not going to be too far off base considering our start. But Manchester City. <laughs> yeah. Now, I need you to help explain this one to me because I'm sure you've been in constant conversation over the past few days about what's going on. I've been in my own kind of basketball bubble as it were so i haven't really stepped out too much except to look at some memes and things like that um but if you could maybe break down from your vantage point what has gone on and then we can we can wrap after that so basically um there have been charges that have been brought obviously against man city 100 charges so this was it has been a four-year gathering of evidence by the epl um that's alleges, keyword alleges that Man City basically breached financial fair play rules. First bunch of charges are that the, their sponsor actually didn't actually receive the income they stated from said sponsor. That income actually came from the owner himself, but they made it look like if it actually came from the sponsor, which again is against financial fair play. You have to show that the income is actually coming from the sponsor, which it wasn't. Another accusation they have is now, example, let's say Mancini, he wasn't actually paid by revenue generated by the company. He was actually paid by an, an outside company. So, you, so, basically, so basically they were falsifying the costs that they actually had in court within the club. So really the, the, the cost that should have come from revenue generated now going to the manager's salary, that cost wasn't seen because that cost was now put onto an external company that's paid the manager. So... These are charges or allegations, correct? Oh, no, no. I mean, yeah, these, these are allegations. So, I mean, like, okay. we always have just, it's, they've charged them, but we have to now say that they are allegations. Gotcha. Because now City now have the opportunity to be like, okay, let's now respond to these allegations. Basically, they have not been prosecuted, you know? Right. So, 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 so Man City are hearing all of these 100 charges and then they'll contest it point by point. Yeah. Yeah. For the next. Two, three, four, five. How long could, is it going to take? It could be years. No, no. And that's the key point. It could be years because I was on a um, show and then this lawyer was basically explaining that this can take years, that this won't be resolved this year. So mm. this could be two, three, four years down the line before anything is resolved. Like the only little difference here is um, the, so 2020, when UEFA tried to see what's up to City, City got those charges, beat those charges because they went to CAS, Courts of Arbitration for Sports. They can't do this in this instance because this is completely domestic. So everything that's going to be done and everything that can be looked at and, and so forth will be done within the EPL. So they can't now go to CAS to now sort of look at the case. It's everything is, is done through, through the EPL. Does England have their own... Or does the Crown, I suppose, have their own version of a court for arbitration for sport? Maybe Man City can't appeal to what's in Switzerland or Austria, wherever it is. Mm. But could they appeal to a body within the country itself 
and that appeals process is virtually the same thing, that's me wondering out loud. Hold on, no, of like they could just keep appealing it until the Supreme Court or whatever version of the Supreme Court no. exists in. No, 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 no. Because this is this is EPL. I'm saying within England, or it's completely within the EPL Premier League. Again, from what I've read, I believe this has to be within the EPL. So this has to be regulators wow. that are within the Premier League. Now, again, don't call me. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm yeah. wrong on everything, but I believe. If, no, no. If that's read, right, that's very interesting because it's yeah. it's self-contained. And that goes to my other point. People are saying that this is being done because apparently this white paper that's going to be released is saying that the UK government believes that the EPL isn't properly regulating itself and they need an independent regulator. So people are saying that the EPL may be trying to do this to be like, hey, we are regulating ourselves. Hey, look at what we've done with City. We, we can do with them so chill because the EPL do not want an independent regulator regulating what happens within the EPL. And my consp- conspiracy theory is Premier League would not, wouldn't have done this if they didn't have an ear that the government were going to regulate them. That I believe that four years ago, five years ago, they heard from someone, from someone, from someone that, hey, you know what? The government may think of regulating you. So they were like, you know what? Okay, just in case, let's look at what City are, are doing. When in fact, they don't actually care what City are doing because let everyone do whatever they're doing because it helps the EPL product because it can attract the very best players if they have less stringent rules as opposed to La 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 Liga. But if we now sort of now say, hey, 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 City are bad and so forth, we can deal with them, it shows that they are regulating them when in fact, really, they don't actually really care. Hence why I don't think anything bad is going to happen to City because the Premier League wants City for the EPL product and for the, the marketing of the, of the EPL. So it's not shocking. We all knew this. We all knew that we all we, we, we all knew that this was like okay yeah of course they're financially doping obviously <laughs> because it's like the stadium isn't always full you're not selling <laughs> as as much shirts or merchandise as United Arsenal or Liverpool which big sales have you had how many how many times have you sold a player for sixty mil seventy mil eighty mil and you're spending over hundred mil in multiple windows the numbers don't add up so we knew that yeah when they buy a player it's not via the revenue. They call up someone, say, yo, I need 10 mil, 100 mil, 50 mil. Sure. So I'm like, yeah, of course you can't compete because they have liquid cash that they can just generate from anyway. So we, we knew this. So Yeah. I'm on BBC. I'm reading like basically their, their Q&A. Mm. I don't know how, like, do you want me to just read what's here? Like, I mean, are you just that like interested? The key, key, the, the key points. <clears throat> All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll say what they've, like the questions they have, and you tell me if you're interested in the answer. So there's a few questions that they have, and we can just go through. So it says, why are Man City being charged? Let me know something that you don't have a good grasp on. So here mm. we go. Why are Man City being charged? How have City got here? Why now? I think in the, it mentions the white paper on football mm. governance that you said. How significant is this? I'll stop yeah, here. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's, that's this is potentially the biggest financial scandal in Premier League history, said Rowan. I'm trying to find out. They must have referenced him before. BBC Sports editor Dan Rowan. All right. That's who's saying this. Um, so, quote, this is potentially the biggest financial scandal in the Premier League's history. No club has ever faced such a catalog of charges. If cheating is proven, it would be harmful to the dominant force in the English game, to its Abu Dhabi owners, to the concept of state-owned clubs, and the whole idea that this is a fair competition. City would also lose Pep Guardiola. The manager warning last year he would resign if it turned out the club had misled him. 
This could drag on for months and cast a long shadow over the Premier League in the process. Um, I'm not quite sure who this Maguire is. I know it's not Harry, but it says Maguire said, if Man City are guilty, there have been accusations against other clubs. And does this actually create a snowball? Certain clubs have been lobbying against Man City. Does this now create a vicious circle in the world of the Premier League where everyone is pointing fingers at each other? All right. Next question says, what City have said? They said they were surprised by the charges because of what they say, the, quote, extensive engagement and vast amount of detailed materials, unquote, they claim had been proved to the Premier League. Quote, the club welcomes the review of this matter by an independent commission to impartially consider the comprehensive body of irrefutable evidence that exists in support of its position, unquote. And then they quote it again. As such, we look forward to this matter being put to rest once and for all. This is a good part. <laughs> What punishments are available? (laughs) If City are found guilty of rule breaches, the commission can impose punishments ranging from a fine and points deduction to expulsion from the Premier League. Oh, wow. Quote, the potential terrorists are limitless, McGuire said. It could be anything from don't do it again to a fine to a points deduction to stripping Man City of titles to even expelling them from the Premier League, unquote. In 2014, QPR escaped a points deduction, but were fined, we'll call it 900,000 pounds, after being found guilty for breaching transfer regulations, while Leicester and Bournemouth received fines for breaching FFP rules when they won promotion to the Premier League in 13-14 and 14-15, respectively. When Rangers entered administration in 2012, its registrations with the Scottish FA and Scottish Premier League were terminated, and they were forced to start again at the bottom of the football pyramid. Last month, Italian side Juventus were docked 15 points in Serie A following an investigation into transfer dealings. Quote, I don't see any restriction in what they can do in terms of sanctions, someone named Cuker said. The question for the commission will be what sanction it feels is appropriate, unquote, and that's where it ends. Having read that... On top of what you think the reasons are, what is the outcome down the line? Because personally, I, I can't see the Premier League exercising or exorcising in terms of like getting rid of one of its biggest clubs. Hell I don't know. It's not I, happening. It's that's not, happening. not that can't really happen. I, I don't think they're that desperate to send a message like, hey, Man City, you're the. <laughs> fourth most popular club that we have maybe fifth by like that's 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 not happening the array of punishments is so broad they don't have to go like the death penalty they can just give them like a little like a warning fine maybe you ban them a transfer window or two or something like that and city will contest it as much as they can because they won't want to seem like they've done anything wrong because it makes them look bad but People reveling and like, oh man, City are going down is going to be a fire sale. We're going to get Kevin De Bruyne for two no, p- no, for no. two million. Like, of course, stop. It's not like basically like I nothing is happening this season. I think what people wanted was Juventus. They wanted mm. to be, this to be a UV situation where docks fifteen points, maybe docks for the twenty, and then they'll be moved down to Serie B. Hence why there's really not that much to be excited about. It's because okay, these are the charges. And by the time that we come to a resolution, Pep would have left and maybe Sheikman so and so would have pretty much sold City by, by then. So it's only interesting if, okay, we reach a resolution this season. Oh my gosh, do they get docked 15 points this season? How does that affect the league? But that's not, nothing's happening this season or in next year. 
or next two years. Was it was it, was it the season that they made the Champions League final? Was the season they were meant to be banned from Europe? Because oh, yeah. I think they they beat the case in twenty twenty, and the final was twenty twenty one. Twenty one, yeah. So it was meant to be that season, that next season, I think. Um, so 2020, 2021, where they were meant to be banned, but you can charge anybody with anything, mm. literally, especially if you're the, a governing body, you can charge them with anything you want to, whether or not it sticks is its own separate thing. That's like, that's why they have the court. Um, I guess it's a matter of like, we just have to wait and see, but like the time period of waiting is something I'm quite curious about because, if Man City aren't cooperating or if they felt they've cooperated to the extent that they can, but the Premier League are like, no, we need more. And City are like, nah. If it's just the Premier League, how how do they get access to the things they need to access if they're not going to actual real life court and like actual subpoenas and getting evidence and actual prosecution? If, if it's not a criminal investigation, if it's just between, you know, two people who have a partnership, which is the Premier League and Manchester City Football Club, they don't have to agree. It would be nice if they would. But would City agree to show things that are against their best interests? Hmm. Well, you have to be transparent, though. That's the thing. So how transparent? Like, I mean, like, if... If you're not hiding anything, then like, okay, okay, what are you hiding, you know? And and also, you know, like how they say, okay, well, we're not the only guys. What about blah, blah, blah? What about blah, blah, blah? What about blah, blah, blah? So you can be pointing fingers and so forth at other people, you know? I just feel that this is a case of, I don't don't know how you feel. It just does, it just just smells fishy to me. It just feels as if, let's try and make an example of City. We're not really going to do anything, but let's show like if we're, we're trying to do something. Because, and this is the question that I ask, if the government didn't want to independently regulate the EPL, would the EPL have charged City? And my answer is no. People were like, oh, no, 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 this was done for four years. It was longer the process, they were always going to do this. My own feeling is that the EPL likes things the way they are and how they are being done, Mm. you know. So I'm reading the details of the Premier League rules that City are alleged to have breached. Mm. And the first one says, in respect of, in because there's one phrase here that I find quite interesting. It says, in respect of each season, basically the 2009-2010 through the 2017-2018 inclusive, the Premier League rules applicable in those sections that required provision by a member club to the Premier League, and this is the key part, comma, in the utmost good faith, comma, of accurate financial information that gives a true and fair view of the club's financial position, comma, in particular with respect to its revenues, including sponsorship revenue, comma, its related parties and its operating costs, namely, and then it goes through all of the charges, which looking here probably is 100 once you go through all of the numbers. But in the utmost good faith is not a hard line that is a moving target. In in the utmost good faith would mean, you know, if you ask me how old I am and I say I'm 32 and you would like, all right, what's your birthday or when is your birthday? And I say 1990. And then you're like, no, 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 no. When's your actual birthday? So, I, so I, August 31st. No. 
what time of day were you born? And I'm like, I think I was born at 7 a.m. Where were you born then? Like, it, like drilling all the like. If if I tell you I'm 32, you can do the math for yourself. You don't have to do everything. But the utmost good faith is like, you could just keep going and going until you have to show us everything that you have. And if you don't show us everything, then that is not in quotes our version of the utmost good faith. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. None of those words are there on accident. I was going to say some lawyer. But a group of lawyers wrote that statement with particular intent. Whenever you read those things, nothing's accidental. Oh, no, no. Every every word is perfectly, you know. So in the utmost good faith, I find quite interesting. Because, see, Man City are saying, in in our definition of the utmost good faith, we showed you what we had. But the Premier League is like, nope, that's not enough. So that is that what the battle is going to be about? How much are City willing to open their books to show what they're up to? Now, you said we already knew what we already think to be the case. The stadium isn't always full. How are they making more money than Chelsea year over year? <laughs> like, how is that yeah. possible? How are they making more money than Arsenal and all these teams that, like, we know have huge fan bases around the world? It does seem fishy. It's uh, Something is rotten in Denmark, as Shakespeare might say. But how do you prove it? If Man City are saying, we've shown you, <laughs> and met in the Premier League is not in the utmost good faith you have it. It's like, yeah, we have. <laughs> yeah, because faith is very wishy-washy mm. in good faith. So who determines what good faith is? Good faith for me may be different from good faith for you. Right. So, but do you know what the beauty of good faith? If City give us some money under the, the table and they keep us sweet, yeah. We believe in that they've been in good faith. <laughs> if they haven't been sweet to us and so forth, no, you've not been in good faith. So who is determining what good faith is? This it's the is, people who make the laws. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, if this isn't something that's actually legal, that Manchester City haven't committed a crime, what mm. they've done is they've breached laws or they've they've been suspected of breaching Premier League laws, but the Premier League can't exactly prove it. Because while it's, it's not a criminal matter, so the only mm. way they can actually prove it is by looking at their books. But Man City are like, we're not going to show you everything. Or why would we show you everything when we've shown you enough? And the Premier League is probably like, you haven't shown us enough. So here are these charges. And we're threatening you basically with expulsion and this and that. So you open it up a little bit more. Because we need to know ahead of this white paper that's that's released. Maybe that's what's happening. This is all just posturing to get City to buckle. But if there isn't a criminal charge then there's no power the Premier League has to make Man City actually show what's there. It's, it's kind of like what's what's going on with, you know... Juventus. Yes. No, see, 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 I think, like, the the lawyer who was on, on the show was on, he said that Juve, that's a criminal matter. This is a civil matter. Mm. So, for, for, so for Juve, the prosecutors actually want to put Agnelli in jail and Agnelli <laughs> never face jail time. Like, City, there's no jail time here. It's just that, oh... You've been it's just beef. It's just beef between two parties. It's not. Yeah. It's it's not, not like they're gonna send man. Shake Shake Mansoor to the slam. No, 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 they're no, not no, putting no. him under the jail or something like that. No. I just think this is the Premier League just trying to strong arm City into opening their but, books. But but you know, there's another element though. Here's mm. another element. So let's say the EPL really do want to prosecute them, and this has nothing to do with the government. Do you know how people have said that the media always favor has favored Liverpool more? So England is very traditional. 
England are tradition merchants. They love tradition and so forth. So United, Liverpool, Arsenal, they present the kind of old guard and the tradition of um, the EPL. City, you're the new kids on the block. And these guys from Abu Dhabi and so forth, uh, we don't really know too much about you guys and so forth. Hence why when people go at Chelsea, they're like, oh my gosh, Chelsea are next. Chelsea can't be next. Because how did Todd Bowley come to own Chelsea via the government? That Chelsea situation is still something that's very much government-led. But these guys from Abu Dhabi, according to these English guys, they're like, yo, we don't really know these guys. And the way they've sort of gentrified and given birth to our league and so forth, you know what, let's let's get these guys out of here. You know, let's get these guys out out of here. I would really like what, what, what these guys are doing. So maybe that is in favor of the EPL saying, nope, Let's get City out of pain. We don't like them and how they, they and how they, they they do business. So, I feel like I feel like the only way that this resolves itself is if the Premier League can prove that Man City have actually committed some crime. Like, have they done fraud? Have they done embezzlement? Have they done collusion? Have they done something under which British law would actually bring in the weight of the judicial system? That way you could actually prosecute them in the way that Juventus might be going through, you know. Other than that, I think it's just going to be this impasse. I mean, I mean look, basically nothing's happening this, this year. Other, see, uh, otherwise the Premier League would have come out with a statement that Manchester City have been banned. They would have given us the punishment. Yeah. UEFA came out with the punishment. Manchester City have been banned from Europe for two years. Like, it wasn't, we're investigating, we need this, we need that. They Which came out and I said it immediately. Which is why I think it's BS, man. It's BS. You see, look at Juventus, were like, you've done this. 15 you're points. 15 <laughs> points, boom. So it's straight, like, there's no... So I think, okay, you've done all these charges. But... Shouldn't... Yeah, but okay, well, let's just... Let's not care from... Let's go through a process. It's BS. It's BS. See, the thing with UV was, no, this is what it is. We know we're right. We know you're wrong. Hmm. Unless you, we, we so believe that we're right that we're actually already going to give you the punishments because we know that you're, you're not going to be able to overturn this. That's how, sh- that's how positive we are. Hmm. So, EPL, maybe you're not that sure that what you have is true because if you're sure what is true, dock them to the, the points now. If you've spent four years investigating these guys, and you don't have a and you, and you don't and you're not 150 percent sure that we're so sure about this after first investigation, docked 15 points. Then what the hell did you do do for four for four years? Because surely after four years, you've crossed your T's, dotted your I's, so you know that anything they put up against us, we have a response. So we are so we are more than sure that yeah, these guys are guilty. This is okay, this is why I think they're giving us what they think they've done. And then everything from here is basically fishing which is how much evidence can this announcement drum up? Will the weight of, will the conversations like this and on Sky Sports and BBC and Talk Sport, will that drive Manchester City to be like, all right, we'll show you this, we'll show you that. And then I feel like if they get the evidence, they're just going to get a fine. It's not going to be some, oh, they've been sent to League Two and have to work their way back up, mm-hmm. like what happened to Rangers, I think it said. Like, that's not happening. Again, it doesn't feel right. I would feel like they would just come out and punish them if they had the evidence, but they don't have the evidence. They want evidence, but they can't get it any other way than shaming City into giving it to them. Unless, of course, they can get the crown to say the City have committed a crime. Good old Charlie, man. Good old Charlie has to come on and say what's up.
Let's say, <laughs> let's say for sake of argument, right, that everything that they've been charged with is factual, right? Uh-huh. So, so let's say they they were had the, let's let's say Manchester City for simple purposes of argument were dubious with their sponsorship dealings and the way that they were paying managers and all of this and all of that, the way that they were paying players, the way they signed players. Let's just say everything they've done. Or everything they've been accused of, they did. Make, let's mm. let's let's make it worse. Let's say they've done even more that we don't even know about. As as a football fan, should you really care in that way? Like it's of course they've they've doped. Like yeah. we all know that they've we know we we've done that from the very second that they were announced mm-hmm. that a, a, a huge injection of cash is going to go into Manchester City and they are going to eventually become a contender not only in England but in Europe, and that's exactly what's happened. Mm. We people knew it when Abramovich bought Chelsea. They knew it when the Qataris bought PSG. They knew it. I, I, I guess we assume it's happening now that the Saudis have purchased or a Saudi group has purchased Newcastle. Like mm. we we know when these things are happening. It's not not obvious. So isn't this just par for the course? Like even if they've done everything, we knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And people have enjoyed the product generally along the way. The only people who haven't are maybe Liverpool fans because this era coincides with their best era in the last 30 years and Manchester United fans who had a city to themselves and, you know, the noisy neighbors came back. So I don't mind it. No, me, no, me. I think it's funny because again, when we were having the debate about this yesterday, guys were like, you know, you've not been playing by the same rules. You've been cheating, blah, blah, and so forth. We all knew this. So, you can't come out and say, oh my gosh, so all along you were cheating. Oh, what? <laughs> we knew oh we were cheating God. from day one. Oh so, my God. So, 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 but we just accepted that. <laughs> well, it is what it is. If you've got money and you have access to money, you can do what you want. So like, it's my money. So if I have an uncle or a cousin or an uncle's uncle who's got 10 bill that I can acquire, <laughs> that's my business. <laughs> so because Damn. I remember talking to yeah. a guy about this years ago saying that like, look, if these guys know guys who have money and so far they can fund what whatsoever that's their business i know mm-hmm. a guy who has money you don't therefore i win <laughs> so therefore i can go <laughs> and get these players so and like look manchester city are being held back if people indeed believe and i i'm not one that believes this i'm socialist mm. but if if people believe in free market capitalism and this and that manchester city are being restricted in what they are allowed to do like Chelsea have been restricted over the past few years in what they're allowed to do. You oh, no, no, but, 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 but here's my, yeah. my, 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 my thing, though. Are there rules? If I, there are rules, rules are rules. I'm on my way there, but there's going to be some stops along the way. <laughs> so if Manchester City are being stopped from what they're allowed to do, like, okay, the reason that financial fair play and all of these financial regulations are coming into football I think is a direct result of City, PSG, Chelsea inserting themselves into the hierarchy of elite club football. The Manchester Uniteds, the AC Milans, the Real Madrids, the Barcelonas, they saw around mid-2000s, what if there are like 11 Abramoviches who can just come and buy everybody and anything? We need to put a cap on this. And these rulings or this ruling that's happening now is a direct result of like the the power shift 
that is happening in club football. There were there were certain teams that got in just before, like Chelsea. <laughs> if you research Chelsea between 2003 and 2000, and let's say eight, those mm. times when Chelsea were building its brand just from not just a a club that's well known in London or England, but a club that's well known everywhere across the world, you would probably find similar financial structures. And I'm just guessing as somebody who's on the other side of the pond, so I have no evidence. But I, it wouldn't shock me if something came out and it looked kind of similar to what City are up to. It, it wouldn't shock me. But that's because you're trying to take a club from zero to 100 and you're not waiting uh, the 100 years that it took Manchester United or the 100 years that it took Liverpool or the 100 years that it took Madrid or Barcelona. Like you're trying to hyper grow it, you know. Mm. And the process of growing something into um, the, the process of growing a club into one that can compete with things that have been established for hundreds of years, over 100 years, it's going to have it's it demands incredible amounts of money quickly, probably money that the club can't generate from its own natural existence. There has to be some other thing that inserts itself into the financial system in order to boost you. It's like you you can't just fly a plane out of the atmosphere. You need those like huge rockets attached to you in order mm. to breach the thing. And that's what oil money, I think even in Chelsea's case, I think it's Russian oil money. Was it Sibneft? Whatever Abramovich was into is nickel or oil or natural gas one or two. Like you need like there has to be something there. And, and unless we just say, hey, Football is just, we're just going to watch Manchester United and Real Madrid and Barcelona and Juventus and Milan, like this, and Bayern Munich. This is all football is. Those five, seven clubs will just, you know, they'll play yeah. volleyball with trophies and it, it, that, that, that's all it's, it's going to be. It should be an open market competition. It's like, if I've got money, let me compete. If we're comfortable with just the same seven clubs winning everything, cool. I mean, I, I hear that argument and, you know, they built it naturally. They did it the right way, blah, blah, blah. Ideally, I would like to see new things, new clubs. As you yeah. say, if, if if it's possible to happen, let it happen. But the only way that you can really do that, <laughs> again, is by doping. Now, to your point about rules, if the rules exist, you have to follow the rules. I mean, rules are in existence for a mm. reason. There are limits and protections, you know. Don't touch hot stoves, you know, don't walk too close to the edge of things. Like, like we put restrictions but, there but, for But why reason. are those rules there, though? Why are those rules there? Well, they would say to protect clubs from going bankrupt, like what's mm. happened in lower leagues. I would say those things are there to where you can't just spend $3 trillion in a, in a one window. City could have done what Chelsea did this last window for the past 20 windows and not feel the not not feel a pinch and 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 also do it within that window not in installments up front mm. <laughs> money up front <laughs> in cash in front. cash in cash so and and if you're united or if you're arsenal if you're liverpool it's like we have the brand recognition that would supposedly warrant something like that but we don't have the liquid cash at hand so what do we do? I think they lobby UEFA in these different places. It's like, bro, like, come on, man. We just can't, we can't have any and everybody just buying clubs rather. So the rules are there. And if the rules are there, you have to adhere to the rules. Red Devil Studio gave a really good example. He said, if you say Bolt is really fast, right? Mm. Does that mean I'm allowed then to take PEDs in order to catch him? 
or is he just faster than me? And you might say Manchester United, like just the the I don't need to name the list every time, but those mm. those those traditional clubs, maybe they're just Usain Bolt. Maybe over the course of history, they've just been created and they're faster than everybody. But I was like, Red, like I'm the wrong person to ask because if you ask me about track and field, I kind of want to see them on PEDs. <laughs> I want to see you run 100 meters in 8.5 seconds. Like, why Why wouldn't I want to see that? Like, if you're willing to take on no, the no, personal no, risk. No, 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 I don't want to see that. The, 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 the beauty is how fast can a man run? How fast can a human being run? That's that's, that's the whole thing. That's what Not I told, how fast can a human being run on drugs. <laughs> that's what I told RDS, that you're probably asking the wrong person. Because, like, I want to see a, a, the human body pushed to its limit. And maybe with the PEDs. only way that you can do that is with PEDs. But I understand the argument of like, if the rules are in place, you have to follow them. So City, Chelsea, PSG have broken the rules. They should be punished based on what's there on paper. But if the cl- if the governing bodies can't prove or produce evidence that they've actually broken it, then it's just speculation. Speculation, which is why which is why I think they've been charged instead of actually just suspended or docked points or fined or whatever. <sighs> What is the reaction? Because people are like, Liverpool, oh my God. So really, we actually won more trophies. So look, we are, we're actually going up against cheats and so forth. So all this time, if if these guys had done cheats, they would have won. And I'm like, can you call them cheats? You see, for me, like, it's weird. I'm not really on the whole, oh my gosh, these guys have robbed the trophies. They don't deserve this. I'm like, yeah, they broke the rules. Um, all right. <laughs> we, well, we knew this. I mean, if you want to use RDS's track example... Oh, they were taking PEDs. If Ben Johnson beats you, I guess the gold medal went to Carl Lewis after they found out that everything, what happened, and he was actually on drugs and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Did it go to Carl Lewis in the end? I'm not sure. I think so. Was that 88? Helsinki. Mm, Are you good like that? Seoul, Korea. Oh, sorry. Seoul, Korea. Okay. All right, the men's 100 meters at the 1988 Seoul. You know how I know this is Seoul, Korea? Because of cool runnings. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they, they were all trying to run to the Seoul Olympics in 1988, but they missed, so they had to go do bobsledding. Ben Johnson of Canada uh, defeated, you know, defending Olympic champion Carl Lewis with the world record time of 9.79. Wow. Breaking his own record of 9.83 that had been set the year prior at the World Championships, but he was banned. <laughs> so he's, he smashed the world record by four-tenths of a second, but Carl Lewis got the medal. And then for Christie finished second that time. So there you go. But yeah, I mean, if you take that point, if Carl Lewis in this instance would be Liverpool. You know, they lost the league by a point or two. If it's against the rules, I see, in, in football, I don't know if you can give them the title. I think you just vacate it. Yeah. Kind of like what happened with uh, Calciopoli yeah. or Cal- or Calciopoli, um, if you listen to the Italians. Um, I don't think anybody won those titles. Yeah, no, They're, no, they're no, just no. vacated. They're just vacated, it's, yeah. It's like the season didn't happen. And this happens in, like, college sports here where teams, you know, were found to have paid players and they won the championship or the coach did something – if the, if they win a championship, they just vacate the championship. It's not like it's not like the team in second then gets to lift the trophy or something like that. It's just it's it's at it's as if it didn't happen. That probably would happen in this instance where if you have, I mean, it said 2010 to 2018, 
That's 2012. That's was it 20? Yeah. But see, like, would would United claim that they wouldn't be so shameless? Would they? They, they would. Liverpool, Liverpool fans would. I don't know if Manchester United fans would be that shameless. <laughs> Do we actually won 2012? <laughs> no, no. Oh no, but no. See, uh, I think the club's not, but the fans are. The fans are that oh, shameless. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I think Liverpool, the club, might actually try to claim that one. You know, hundred percent, bro. All I saw yesterday was Gerard lifting up the trophy. Like if his family has an EPL trophy. No, 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 no. no basically, because what's it called? Do you, I think it was when Liverpool were playing Villa. Like you know, when the news broke, you know, there's basically there's like, I think it was half time. Mm-hmm. You know, at half time when managers basically run back into the changing room. Yeah. So a guy put that. You know, um, this is Gerard and Klopp running to get their trophy. I basically see both Klopp and Gerard running into the, <laughs> <laughs> the changing room. Uh, <laughs> um, I hate like ending on we'll wait and see because that's kind of what we're going to have to yeah, do. Here. No, no. See, see, but, that's why, because for me, I was about to say people like, oh my gosh, emergency hangout, emergency hangout. For what? It's only an emergency if. Have they when been it prosecuted? Yeah. If they've been prosecuted, let's let, let, let's go what's up. But my thing though is they have to now respond because these are allegations, not a prosecution. No punishment has been made, and we're gonna get a resolution in several years' time. So what? So sorry, you can't call city cheats because innocence was not proven guilty. They have they should have the opportunity to respond. So mm-hmm. what what do we really know? So the guy said, oh, since you cheated us over, yeah, okay, we assume they've cheated. Basically, it's like O.J. Simpson. <laughs> did it. I'm sorry, O.J. Simpson did it. Where but then my, my brother said to me that, what if he didn't? I'm like, I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> but I'm like, what if he didn't? <laughs> what if he didn't? You know, so we, we just don't know. So City, what if they're, they're innocent? What if this stuff that they're alleging, really, there's actually an, ex- an explanation? Like, I don't know what O.J. Simpson's explanation is because <laughs> nothing else makes sense. Same thing for City, but who knows? So. How did O.J. Simpson He did it. He did it. He did it. He did it. So. Didn't he write a book that said, if I did it? Bro. And then bro. outlined how he would have done it? Bro. If he did it? Bro, just. I mean, he did it. <laughs> Yo, that documentary, like the action, not, I think it's the 30 for 30 might be one of the best documentaries I've ever watched. Sports documentaries for sure. Not the the mini series with Cuba Gooding, but like the documentary that ESPN did. Okay. Really good. It's vivid. It's like, damn, like you don't need to show me that image, bro. Fuck. But yeah, that's good. Anyway, so I should have started this at the top, but <laughs> Go listen to the interview that I did with Uncle Paul, Paul and Sorge. Um, it was a good episode that we had. So I hope you guys go go back and listen to that. Basically, like he's he's come on the podcast before and he's been like, you know, I was in I was in Zimbabwe and I've always wanted what? to be like, how, like, how did how do we why were you in Zimbabwe, Paul? <laughs> but I've never just had space on the pod to just ask him. So I was able to get deeper into his life. Um, Christian Atsu was found. I, I saw that today. Um, mm. So obviously there has been massive earthquake that hit in between Syria and Turkey. 
Mm. Um, I was in conversation with Red. I don't know. Um, you guys have heard Red on the podcast before. Um, he's from Syria. And I was asking, you know, are your people good and all that? And from r- reports now, I guess, like, his people are good. But mm. he's, he's, like, on the ground. Nah, man, it's it's not good. So, yeah. um, former Chelsea player, Porto player, uh, Christian Atsu, Ghanaian international for a time, was trapped in the rubble, and they found him this morning. I guess mm-hmm. my time. You know, something that that struck me that I wanted to get your opinion on because I'm I'm sure you'd have a thought about it. Whenever these things happen, as as sports people, we tend to focus on footballers. So a big earthquake happens and there are thousands and thousands of people who've died or Mm. trapped in the rubble or injured or missing or what. And you type in, you know, earthquake and this and that or the trending topics. And it's like Christian Atsu, Christian Atsu, praying for Christian Atsu, praying for Atsu. But do you know how how weird that is? So that's, it's, it's so crazy how the instance works. So we are in the football field. Mm. So like, I think internet is just, it's all into webs, different webs. So we are in the football web. So an earthquake hits and what's trending on our web is Atsu. Somebody who hates football, only cares about um, films or politics. Atsu will be nowhere near there because the algorithms will be all about, okay, it's the earthquake, Turkey, mm. and people's response and so on. But because we're in the footballing web and so forth, Atsu was what was like the top, was Atsu and Tokyo with the top trends. So the first thing I retweeted was, there's an earthquake in Turkey. But because my business, my job is football, okay, Atsu was up. I said, no, no, <laughs> I know my job is football. I can't, as a human being, the first thing I retweet is, oh, Christina Atsu, former Chelsea, I can't, that can't be my first retweet. Mm. The first thing is, guys, there's a freak, there's a brilliant earthquake. Have you seen the freaking videos? This, this, this is madness. That has to be the first thing, you know. But it's weird, though. It's like if you're sports bible, bleacher reporter, or so forth, the first thing you would tweet is, hey, Atsu, football player, and so forth, has been trapped. I'm like, he's one of many other people. Mm. And so That's as well. So Because he was, he's, he was trapped with, or and I think they haven't recovered, Mm. One of one of the directors. So oh yeah, it was both of them. Yeah. So so they said that there were eleven people that were on the ninth floor of a particular building that collapsed. Um, or was it? It was eleven people. I, th- I think I want to make sure I'm right. So there were eleven people. Eight were players. Three were officials. Mm. They they got two of the officials and one of the players, which meant that there were eight people left, and they got Atsu, but. I don't know the other reports of other people who have been taken out, but it struck me as just very odd or just curious that we do this. As you say, people are algorithm to see particular things and it makes sense why if you're in a particular sphere, you're going to see a certain thing. Okay. But this like pray for Christian Atsu and obviously like <laughs> maybe my timeline is full of Ghanaian people. So it's a more mm. visceral reaction, but you know, praying for Atsu, hopefully they find him. It's very singular and individual in the way that we approach these things many times. And it strikes me. But but that's how people walk though. Like I know and I, people, I get it. But... People can't think of the human race as a whole. People have to be like, okay, let's zero in into something I can connect with. And that's how mm. human beings walk. So there are hundreds of thousands of people who are in trouble in that area of the world. And I don't know, it just, it felt, 
it didn't feel like there was enough despair over everyone rather than just like oh, okay. the, the 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 one player that you know can i be can i be a bit controversial how controversial can i be on this pod <laughs> we've done 300 episodes bro. <laughs> i'm just gonna ask do you think the response is different on social media if the people that we saw in peril were a few shades lighter you're talking about how it's zero down because for me i'm like guys it's a bloody earthquake and people's livelihood and businesses they've all it's all been wrecked it's all been a mess and so forth so it's like but see we have to be real and we have to be honest with ourselves if we keep lying to ourselves we're not going to get anywhere let's just be honest with ourselves we connect with what we like if i'm south american I connect with someone who is south american if i love football i'll connect with somebody who is a footballer or so forth mm. if i love basketball I'll connect with so we connect much more with what we like things that we enjoy or just what we can identify with people don't identify with the human race as a whole with we want to we think we, we do but in reality we don't we just don't but we believe that we should identify with the human race but we don't we identify with uh, do they look like me do they do what I like? Am I a fan of them? Am I a fan of what they do? Boom. So that's, that's just a how, sad reality. Do you know how you can prove that in like the worst way? Or not the mm. worst way, but like <laughs> one like boxing. <laughs> what? Like how boxing is marketed and who people root for in boxing matches is always oh. <laughs> it's always along racial lines, bro. And, maybe, and it could just be an African thing. I don't think it is, but it's definitely an African thing. Where it's just like, oh, of course I'm going to root for the black person. Of course. Like, why wouldn't I? But then I feel like rooting or that emotion, that must translate in many ways to sadness as well. So, you know, when you feel that sadness, it's going to strike a different chord when the people look like you. When Haiti happened, you know, it was that 20, 2009, 2010? I think it was 2010. Mm. The earthquake that just shook up in like some next way where there's hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people passed, like, mm. or went missing, I guess is what they say. Oh, no, no, because this is, this like, is, this is that, that, that hit me in a different way than like something hitting in like a volcano striking Iceland or something like that. Yeah, this is, but, and that's the uncomfortable truth. Mm. And this, and we have to be real here. Of course, I feel for anybody being bad, but I'll be more emotionally affected seeing black people suffer. Anybody that says that's a lie, you're lying to yourself. You see, you know, I'm just willing to come out and actually say it because that's just the, the truth. People are like, oh my gosh, how can you say that? Of course I care about everyone. No, you don't. No, you don't care about everyone the same. No, you don't. So so back to the whole Atsu thing, people who are obsessed with, with football, you didn't care as much about everyone in Tokyo as you did about, oh my gosh, Atsu, this player and so forth. The Chelsea fan mm, cared more about Atsu's yeah. safety than the safety of what has happened to people in Tokyo. That's a fact. I'm trying to unlearn that bias, though. You have like to. The, you, should, the, you, should, you have to. The, the, you should, the you should feeling, everyone. Exactly. There, that feeling, and I caught myself, which is why I wanted to have like a slight conversation with you. Is I caught myself going to tweet like, "Man, I hope they fire Asu," and like I was just like, "But wait, it like there's thousands of people out there." Yeah. You're just yeah. gonna focus on one man. No. Like because just because that. you know him, or he was a Chelsea player, or. Like just whatever the reason would be, I caught myself and I was like, no, 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 no. Like we need to, that needs to be checked. And I feel like I've done this work over time, but you know, like the ability to catch it is probably like a sign of improvement. 
just like, oh yeah, I need to think about that before tweeting. So no, 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 for, for me, it's, it's like, why am I putting a Ukraine flag on my profile? Why? <laughs> because my thing is that I like what's happened to Ukraine is bad, but are Ukraine the only country that has been in, invaded? No. Is Ukraine the only country that is going through a war and so forth? No. So my thing is that why the hell am I putting a Ukraine flag on my on my profile? For what? So I won't put up a flag of Syria, a flag of Palestine or so forth. Why am I putting up a flag of Ukraine? I had a Uganda flag in my bio at one point. But then I realized, <laughs> what is Uganda really? <laughs> well, I asked myself, like, it's a question, but it's also a statement. And then when I thought about it, I was like, I don't know if any of these flags really represent what they say they represent. So I'm not, I'm not really a big fan of flags. Like I'm looking at this, I have a Uganda flag here and like, I know what it represents. Like it's, it's, it's representative of home in some way, mm. but like, this only exists who for a carved particular it up? reason. Who, who carved it up? Who carved it up? That's what I'm saying. There's no African flag as yet, no, at, at least an emoji. That we, we we have the RBG, but there's so, so, there's, so, so, there's no RBG emoji. Maybe they'll make one for Black History Month. Wait, wait, wait. who but, is the guy? Libya, Gaddafi. Is yes. that what Gaddafi was? What, what was trying to strive for? United States of Africa. And dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> happened so actually well i mean marcus garvey did that maybe a hundred years before him but yes yes um anyway that went off the rails a little bit yeah. but you know i'm just you know the thought the whole thoughts and prayers thing like when i messaged red i was like i hope everybody's well for what that's worth mm. you know and like I, that that's the best i can almost do i don't know if thoughts and prayers really mean that much these days but you know, I just hope everybody that can be good is good. And yeah. it's sad when you just, there was one picture I saw where like a dad was in the rubble with his daughter and the daughter had got crushed by the, like, it's just. I know, like, I, I, I couldn't watch that. It's like some nah. of the stuff, like just seeing the buildings go down and they're pulling a young girl from the rubble. I'm like, that. Ah, and it's like, what am I trying to say? If an earthquake hits this building that I'm in, I'll be fine. The infrastructure is fine. Like I know, and it's only one story as well. So like mm. the worst that happens is some um, the wall stuff. What is this? Drywall. Some drywall will hit me, and I'll be fine. Plus, I'm 30 years old. I'm generally I'm not fit, like mm. muscular or whatever. But like I can walk. You know, mm. these things happen in places where the infrastructure is already kind of jacked up or it's not as good as it should be because of economic circumstances that hit particular places. Syria already have so many sanctions and whatnot from American power and European hegemony and all this kind of stuff. So it's just like must, and hey, I felt the same way with Haiti. It's just like, must these things happen in places that can't cope with them? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's what like so, it's, like, it's just like, ah, at, just going back to Atsu, like Atsu is a million dollar asset. Whatever he is to that football club, he's very important. So he must be found. Excuse me. So he must be found in that sense. And then he's a 31, 32, 33 year old athlete in peak physical condition. If anybody can survive a day in rubble, he might have the best chance of yeah. name, like just put random people in your head. The fit athlete might have a chance but some old person who doesn't have who needs oxygen or 
you know, they don't have the strength to to last 24 hours without water or food or what, you know, you know, those ty- types of things. So mm. that's when my mind started to go and I saw that. So I'm happy he's he's been retrieved and hopefully he's he's doing well and all of that. But he's one of hundreds of thousands of people. And just because he kicks a ball into a fishnet at a better proficiency than 99.999% of people doesn't make him... It doesn't make their lives any less valuable or his any more valuable, I don't think. Yeah. That's where we'll end. <laughs> Unless you have a light and do you have a, something to lighten our mood, bro? You've already invoked OJ. <laughs> bro, I, th- I think. Just, so I'm we peaked, is, we peaked, we peaked. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is just to repeat myself that Santa isn't real. Black kids, your black parents sweated to give you those presents, not an old white guy that came down a chimney. So. If your house doesn't have a chimney, how is how is he getting down? Ask your parents that. Are, yeah. are your parents leaving the back door open for Santa? Is that no, safe? My thing is that black kids, your black parents gave you that, not an old white guy with a big red coat. Come on, man. Come on. Like Santa Claus, give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> is, is Santa a thing in Nigeria? Yes, unfortunately. Yes. Sent, like little kids think Santa gives them stuff in Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. Is he black? So, the if you go to anything, obviously he's black, but the, no, the image I mean, I mean is the, the white the, guy. The iconography, like the oh pictures. yeah, yeah, white, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, actually, let me let's end on this. My sister just sent me something where the church is now having different ver- different ethnicities and versions of um, Mary and Jesus. So there are so that there are different kind of images and paintings of Mary, our mm-hmm. Arabic, black, and so forth. Oh, gotcha. Also, oh, like mixed race baby Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, look, yeah. There, there, there's a whole convo on that. That's you know that's a whole rabbit hole, man. So <laughs> anyway, this has been talking tactics. We haven't talked any tactics. Um, talking tactics. <laughs> yeah, true. What tactics? Well, actually, maybe tactics to maybe avoid financial doping. But there you go. Apart from that, you know what? That is a perfect way to distill. You know, these are tactics outside of tactics. These yeah. are different tactics, but they're tactics nonetheless. Um, I'm at Daniel to look. Half what working people get you. Oh, Footballhot.com. Right Football oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carl is. I think he was at a press conference, so maybe mm. check check out Ten Hogs press conference. Maybe you'll hear Carl's voice. Um, links are in the description. Talking Texas podcast, sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Is it really? We'll see you guys for 302. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.